Hello, Marvelites. You're listening to This Week in Marvel, episode number 479. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M. And it's me, Baby New Year, Lorraine Sink. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to feel about all that. And you are listening to This Week in Marvel. We're going to tell you all about stuff happening at Marvel from games, comics, movies, TV, whatever. This one's going to be a little bit different uh, because this is our... 2021 hype episode we are hyped for the new year yeah we know what we haven't heard in a little while lorraine oh my gosh you guys um this is coming out on sirius on new year's eve which means um and if you're listening to this somewhere else you're listening on new year's day holy smokesies i mean we got through it. Should all acquaintances be with So everybody, you can sing along with that. Uh, we're going to get excited about everything happening in 2021 for Marvel. That we can talk about at this time. Because as you know, yeah. year's going to be long. There's going to be new surprises and secrets and reveals and fun stuff happening all year long because it's great. Uh, before we get into the, the some of the things that we're most excited for in 2021, one little bit of news I wanted to share because it is part of 2021. Free yeah. comic book day will be August 14th, 2020. Put on your calendar, get ready, get out there, get your free comic books. Hopefully we can high five. If not, we can visually high five with our eyes. Or we can wave. Waving. Very safe. Yes. I just did a thing with uh, with my daughter, Catherine Grace, with our fingers. And she started cackling. She was laughing so hard about it. So she now puts her hands out like this and does like her little fingers. And it's really, really cute. Oh, man. Ryan's got a built-in audience at home now. (laughs) You know it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, Ryan, we have got a Mm. boatload of stuff coming in 2021. I think we should just, like, get up on into it. Let's do it. Um, How about we start with Marvel Studios? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do it. So the first Marvel Studios series to come to Disney Plus is Marvel Studios WandaVision. I hope you guys have watched the trailer. If you haven't, get your butt over to marvel.com and watch it uh, or on the Marvel YouTube channel. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are back as, you know, Wanda Maximoff and Vision. And this is going to be really awesome because it blends together, you know, sort of classic television styles with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, It's all coming out of everything that's happened in the Infinity Saga. And we meet Wanda and Vision living in sort of an idealized suburban life. But then (laughs) things are, you know, getting a little like weird. So it's not quite what it seems. It's real weird. It's real great. Uh, And of course, that's going to start on January 15th. But Lorraine, Mm -hmm. I also want to make sure we mention that Marvel Studios Legends actually debuts the week before. So next week, January 8th, uh, we get Marvel Studios Legends, which is going to be cool. It's going to give us a little bit of uh, the perfect setup as you dive into all the new cool stuff from Marvel Studios. Then the the beginning of it is going to be all about Wanda and Vision to get you ready for WandaVision. Yeah. Um, And there will be more from Marvel Studios Legends throughout the year. So look out for more of those. Also look out for Marvel Studios The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, starring Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, uh, back as, you guessed it, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. (laughs) Um, It is premiering on Disney Plus 
on March 19th, which is so, so soon. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you guys missed Disney Investor Day a few weeks ago, (laughs) B-boy boy, let's just talk about all the stuff that's been announced for just this year yes yeah because we could we could go on again which we're excited about and we will but for 2021 of course theatrically we are getting marvel studios black widow in theaters may 7th 2021 it's very exciting it's here it's happening so soon yeah we're also going to get marvel studios shang chi and the legend of the ten rings coming july 9th uh in theaters this year uh and also if you missed the cast go check them out uh on marvel.com uh they revealed that on investor day as well uh and then uh at the end of the year november 5th 2021 we'll be getting marvel studios eternals that is uh got a huge amazing incredible cast as we get closer to that you better believe we're going to see some really really cool stuff about that film yeah and there's also i mean there's a ton of stuff coming to disney plus this year it is truly wild we've already seen the trailer for marvel studios loki it looks crazy fun i'm so excited to see tom hiddleston back mm-hmm. uh, as loki marvel studios what if uh, also we have a trailer for that which you can check out that's coming 2021 maybe one of the things i'm most excited for in in reality and this is across all realities oh man it's so good i know and I mean, it's really cool to get to see the first animation foray into the Marvel Cinematic Universe in a big way. It's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. We also got a little sizzle from Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel, which is coming late 2021, which is super fun. You can watch it on the YouTube channel. And then rounding out what's coming to Disney Plus from Marvel Studios is Marvel Studios' Hawkeye, also late 2021, starring Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton and Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. And of course, speaking of Kate Bishop, we have something really cool in store for everybody listening later in the show we have a brand new marvel tales which is an audio story uh created uh by some incredible talented people it is written by kelly thompson it is voiced by some wonderful folks we'll get into that a little bit later but it stars kate bishop and it is great also so fun to see her in marvel's avengers yeah the game available on consoles now uh you know who else was in marvel's avengers lorraine the sweetest boy in no not you not you the sweetest boy in all the land modok modok (laughs) was in marvel's avengers and modok gets a brand new show an animated series coming to hulu in yes 2021 it's called marvel's modok it's a great it's like kind of the perfect name if you really if you ask me ryan is too obsessed with modok uh, i mean i so su- i support your love though like thank you I appreciate absolutely that. uh marvel's modok is co-created by jordan bloom and the hilarious and wonderful Patton oswalt and Patton also plays modok himself and this cast lorraine tell me about the cast Oh my goodness. Okay. So like, like so many just amazingly funny people, Ben Schwartz, who we all know and love from Parks and Rec is playing Modoc's son. Melissa Fumero from Brooklyn Nine-Nine is playing his daughter, who is like um, also kind of a Modoc, which is so funny. Uh, Amy Garcia from the show Lucifer is Modoc's wife, plus Sam Richardson from Veep, Wendy McClendon-Covey from the Goldbergs, and John Daly, who is potentially the funniest man on earth. He's in everything. (laughs) If you see John Daly, you're like, oh yeah, that guy from like every funny movie and television show. Got it. (laughs) Oh, in in the um, the This Week in Marvel archives, probably from like two years ago, we have a a great uh, interview with Sam Richardson. He was, he came by the office to chat with us and he was 
wonderful. Uh, on top of Marvel's MODOK, the animated series for Hulu, Jordan and Patton are also writing the just wonderful, amazing MODOK comic. It is called MODOK Head Games. You'll have more issues of that in 2021. Yeah. Um, also, you know, we, we talked about Marvel's Avengers, which of course has some great new content that you can continue playing. I also wanted to shout out Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales is now available um, and it's got tons of cool stuff. It's still brand new. So, you know, shouting it out. Also coming later this year to Marvel's Avengers, we already have Kate Bishop, but we're going to be seeing Spider-Man come to that game uh, later this year at some point. So keep your eye out for that in the coming year. Yeah. Um, and look, Marvel Games is just rolling. They've got so much going on. Um, I'm particularly excited about Marvel Future Revolution, which is Marvel's first open world RPG on mobile. That's coming this year. Uh, the game teases a massive multiplayer online world with 3D action combat, large scale open world with amazing visuals. To see it actually running on your phone the way it looks, it's 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 astonishing. I'll I'll, it's I'll just crazy. say that. Yeah, it's wild. It's going to have great characters. You, you know, playable characters include Captain America, Captain Marvel, Spider Man, Doctor Strange. There's going to be more announced throughout the year. Um, you may see some other familiar faces throughout when you play the game. Uh, but stay tuned for plenty more uh, about Marvel Future Revolution uh, throughout the year. And of course, there are just a ton of Marvel mobile games, and they get new content all of the time. Look out for more from Marvel Contest of Champions, Marvel Future Fight, Marvel Puzzle Quest, Marvel Realm of Champions, Marvel Strike Force, and more. Um, really the best way to keep up with all of those games and all Marvel games is to follow at Marvel Games uh, on social media to get all of the sweet, sweet updates throughout the year because they add stuff all the ding ding time. And Lorraine, speaking of Marvel Realm of Champions, uh, right at the end of the year, the game released globally, uh, so fans can uh, check out Marvel Realm of Champions. You can download it now, play it today, so players will take part in this secret war between Marvel-inspired factions. You can team up with your friends from around the world. It's going to be really cool. Intense real-time action, arena combat against enemies and other players in kind of a, a really, like, massive planetary sized epic war. One of the things I love about it is like this big reimagining of the Marvel universe that puts players in battle world, which is just this planet forged from all these different realities and all these different factions are, um, have they been kept in isolation until Maestro, uh, one of my favorite cool characters, he marched over the land, forced the houses to unify into a single realm. And then, uh, things just went really, really bananas after that. You get to choose your champions. You uh, like equip your stuff for battle. You team up with your friends, all kinds of stuff. It's it's a big game. It's been works in the works for a while. It's really, really cool. I hope everybody uh, gives it a whirl, gives it uh, a chance. And, you know, if you love Contest of Champions, and you know the kind of quality that Marvel Contest of Champions provides. It's from um, some of the same people. So Marvel Realm of Champions, download it right now. Yeah. And also just like a hot tip for anybody who's not really playing any Marvel mobile games, just go to the App Store or Google Play or whatever you use to download for your mobile device and um, check out what is available to you. I think you will be shocked by how many games there are free to download and play. Uh, and they're just awesome. They're fun. And you can find the game that most appeals to you and how you like to play games. Yeah. Yeah. Do all that. So uh, a small notable thing, if you're not listening to us on SiriusXM, what are you doing with your life? Get over on the SiriusXM app and desktop player 
and listen to us there a day early um, because there's a ton of awesome stuff that we're already doing, plus new stuff on SiriusXM. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned in 2021. We've got episodes of Marvel Method hosted by Method Man himself. We've got new episodes of Marvel's Declassified hosted by Lorraine and Evan Narcisse. We've got Marvel's Wastelanders, the fiction podcast. It's going to be real good. Yeah. Ryan and I have gotten a little, we've gotten a little some, some stuff and read a little some taste, stuff. A little taste. Um, and can confirm you're going to loves it so check those out and of course you can also listen to all of the other amazing podcasts we are working on like women of marvel marvel's voices and of course marvel's pull list with this guy ryan padagos oh hi it me <laughs> I, I talk comic book uh speaking of comic books 2021 is going to have a whole bunch of comic books for everybody uh we're, we've got anniversaries and things going on uh i i say anniversaries because i just saw that in march we are celebrating man things 50th anniversary so that's 50 years of a big green man thing uh it's gonna be terrific on top of that we are celebrating 80 years of captain america all year long and yeah just so much cool stuff coming from the comic side of things yeah um i mean there's just going to be a ton of new comics um this is just some highlights of what has been announced so far for this year but obviously there's going to be more uh there are monthly solicits that come out <laughs> monthly and tell us you know what's what's coming that's new and exciting so there's going to be eternals uh which is a beautiful comic with art by Assad ribich and uh written by the one and only kieran gillen who i mean these are two like straight up legends in my mind they're just so talented and the comic is a beautiful gorgeous uh we're gonna have a brand new spider-man series called non-stop spider-man uh which you know Every every word balloon is going to say can't stop, won't stop. And that's going to be all the dialogue in every <laughs> single issue of it. Uh, it's going to be thrilling. I'm telling you. That's, of course, Spider-Man. If you are an X-Men fan, don't you worry. Tons and tons of X-Men stuff. We are in the reign of X right now. We're going to see new series Children of the Atom, X-Men Legends, which is going to be really neat for old school classic X-Men fans and tons that I can't talk about yet. Big, big secrets. Mm, um, lots mm, of mm. cool stuff happening for the X-Men. Uh, we also, we just talked about this uh, a week or so ago. Uh, America Chavez, Made in the USA, is going to be a new limited series. There is a new Silk series. I love both of these characters, and I love that they're um, getting some solo time. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, we announced it a little while ago, but I'm super jazzed for Avengers Mech Strike, just because you give like the Avengers giant awesome mech suits. It's got a great creative team, really, really detailed art. I think it's going to surprise the heck out of people. Jed McKay is one of my favorite current writers. And Carlos Magno is the artist and his his work is so detailed and gorgeous. I It's going to knock everybody's socks off. Well, and speaking of artists, um, I'm really excited just in general throughout this year for people to check out Marvel Stormbreakers. They're, of course, um, these new elite artists that have been sort of brought to the forefront of Marvel, and they're going to be doing really cool stuff throughout the year. We've announced all of those names. There's some some fabulous people um, that are going to be a part of that. So keep your eye out for anything that says Marvel's Stormbreakers throughout 2021. Yeah. And again, this is stuff that is just that we can talk about right now. There's going to be a ton more. We, we haven't yeah. even gotten into like the big spring stuff, summer, the fall, all the seasons. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on to stuff that you can do outdoors <laughs> or out of your home, potentially. 
Yeah, um, if you can get down to Mexico, you can uh, check out some Lucha Libre because Marvel Lucha Libre recently kicked off. There was the first big match in December. Unfortunately for the uh, the good guys that it ended with the defeat of El Leyenda El Americana and El Aracno, um, the two of them inspired by Captain America and Spider-Man, uh, they were defeated by El Terror Purpura and El Venenoide, inspired by uh, Thanos and Venom. But look, we know our heroes. They're 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 not going to stay down for long. Remember, Lorraine? Remember when Captain America said I could do this all day? Yeah, I I do remember that because I was there. Yeah, it was pretty cool um, in person. Yeah. Oh whoa. Uh, you can look out. Of course, there's going to be more Marvel Lucha Libre this year. I, I'm very excited for everybody to see more of it. Yeah, I was also. I thought it was really cool that um, you know in December they did this virtually because that was the best move. So keep your eyes peeled on um, whether it's virtual or or not uh, mm-hmm. in the coming year. Um, there's also going to be some uh, Marvel escape rooms coming to Europe, which is going to be really cool. There are a bunch of different themes. There's S.H.I.E.L.D., Iron Man, Spider-Man, Thor. Um, there's an Ant-Man and the Wasp one. Uh, and also, like, I feel like escape rooms is like a real vibe for 2020. So mm-hmm. appropriate to escape the room in 2021. Those are going to be in Lisbon, Portugal, and then in Spain later on in the year. So if you're in Europe, enjoy. We'll, we'll enjoy from afar. In due time, in due time, we'll all be able yeah. to experience the cool stuff. Uh, speaking of cool stuff, we have Marvel Universe of Superheroes. So March through September 2021, uh, the incredible museum exhibit Marvel Universe of Superheroes is going to open and be on display at the Chicago Museum of Science and Industry. Uh, Lorraine, you and I got to see it when it was in Seattle, and it was just a triple D, a ding-dang delight. Uh, and <laughs> You know, as it moves from place to place, some of the stuff changes in mm-hmm. the exhibit. So some things are different. It's so cool. I mean, there's original art and pages from comics. There's um, like huge photo ops. There's uh, Marvel costumes, like real MCU costumes and stuff. There's mm-hmm. It's just crazy cool. Yeah. Um, then we have Marvel Universe 4D. It's a 4D animated film that opens at Madame Tussauds in Singapore, London, Los Angeles, and in New York. And each film has its own unique ending. So, you know, if you're jet setting across the world, you can see it anywhere and it'll have a different spin. Uh, so those are those are some of the things that we are super hyped about for 2021. But we're right in the beginning. We're going to be here with you all year long, getting you excited, letting you know what's coming, what's happening throughout the year. Uh, and Every week here at Marvel, like our show is called Every Week Here at Marvel. Uh, let him have it. All right. Um, but we have more coming up on the show today. As promised, this is really cool and really special. We have a Marvel tale. This is from the Marvel Tales series, and it's titled The More Things Change, The More They Stay the Same, a Kate Bishop story, and it is written by the one and only Kelly Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Someone who I also I, I often read one of her books and then text her and be like, you're a monster. I love your comics. <laughs> you're doing so good. I, I'm i very upset with you right now. And usually our conversation <laughs> goes from there. Um, this is going to be so good. Kate, you know, in this story, Kate has a broken leg and she's stuck at home during the pandemic. And then stuff happens from there. It's a little... Hitchcockian, I will say, in a really, really great way. Very funny. Very, uh, just very awesome. If you have read anything by Kelly, especially Kelly's uh, work on Hawkeye, um, Mm -hmm. between the Hawkeye series and West Coast Avengers, you know what you're in store for. It is terrific. 
And this is read by our own woman of Marvel, Ellie Pyle, as well as Vaughn Dexter, Madigat II, and M.R. Daniel. Let's listen to Marvel Tales. The more things change, the more they stay the same. A Kate Bishop story by Kelly Thompson. My neighbor across the street is trying to kill us all. Okay, wait, we got to go back further. Let's see where to start. I broke my leg. Actually, that's inaccurate. Ladderman broke my leg while I was doing superhero stuff during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, the pandemic. Context. Stories have to have context. Let's go further back. This is the last time, I promise. Nobody ever expected this to happen. I mean, we were all waiting for the apocalypse, of course, a zombie one, a nuclear winter one, even a Sharknado one. But the one where you have to stay home for months on end by yourself and watch your life and loved ones slip away, either metaphorically or literally or both. Yeah, nobody wrote stories about that. You know why? Because it sucks. And it's boring, and nobody would sign up for it. I would fight a thousand zombie hordes before I'd be trapped in this uncertainty again. But we do what we have to do for the safety of ourselves and others, even when the ask is huge, even when the ask is weird. And I am who I am, so I wanted to do more. I wanted to help. Heck, I needed to help. It might be compulsive, but let's put a pin in that for now. Anyway, while I am someone with some very particular and impressive skills, I am not skilled at everything. In fact, I am bad at a lot. The website I tried to build for Ramon to help her surf shop get through the shutdown, she fired me. Do you know how bad a website has to be to get your best friend who is not paying you to fire you? Yeah, it was that bad. I did successfully donate blood, but there's only so much blood you can donate and only so many cookies you can eat. Well, okay, you can probably eat infinite cookies and have a great time doing it, but not if you ever want to fit into your costume again. Like a form-fitting costume with hip holes is not forgiving people. But as it turns out, surprise, surprise, that supervillains are not exactly great at following the rules. In fact, they see nothing but opportunity in times of crisis. So yeah, supervillain activity spiked real fast. Just in Venice Beach alone, we were lousy with villains making trouble. I put up some personal bests as far as taking down jerks. But, and here we get to the relevant leg bit, I was fighting Ladderman and his ridiculous stepstool minions three days ago with Johnny and Ramon Watts, who most people know as Fuse and Alloy, brother and sister superheroes who also happen to be two of my absolute favorite people on the planet. But I digress. Ladderman, in a deeply supervillain, deeply jerk move, broke my futzing leg. Small sidebar, to set my leg, I saw Dr. Mole at the hospital, and that guy is just terrific. Anyone that tells you he isn't the best part of the Mole Men of Los Angeles reality show is, well, they're just plain wrong. So the leg, compound fracture, healing time, three to six months, total disaster. And there we have it. 
after a solid little run of feeling like I was actually doing some good, I'm back to being stuck inside. Can't sew masks, can't build websites, can't donate blood, can't donate money. Did I mention I'm broke? And can't fight supervillains. In fact, I'm more dependent than ever on the kindness of friends and sometimes strangers, aka some guy that works in Ramon's surf shop, brought me a burrito today. Best burrito I've ever eaten. That man is a hero. So I'm back to feeling useless. Or so I thought. Because the neighbor across the street from me is 100% a supervillain. And now I just have to convince Johnny that I'm right. This should go well. It starts when he finds that the floor by the window and also his favorite jacket are soaking wet. Kate, why is the floor all wet over here? And wait, what happened to my jacket? I wheel my Seen Better Days wheelchair toward him, slightly sheepish. Well, it's a long story. Ten words or less, please. Ice arrow. All right. You can have more than ten words. Explain. I discovered that our neighbor across the street is a supervillain, and in an attempt to expose him and thwart his evil plans, I carved an arrow out of ice and shot it into his apartment. Johnny stares at me for a long moment, his mouth slightly open. I have so many questions. Let's start with why did you need an ice arrow? You have hundreds of arrows laying around. I am literally constantly getting stabbed by them. Well, he's got that huge window, you see, with all those individual panes of glass, and I needed to break one of those panes, but I didn't want there to be evidence lying around that I had done it, so an ice arrow melts, leaves nothing behind. Cool, right? You learned this from a movie. It's not a question. I want to deny it, but he knows me too well. Of course I learned it from a movie. I still don't understand why it's wet in here. Well, carving an ice arrow is harder than you might think. A lot of trial and error. Is that why you have 11 billion Band-Aids on your hands? I forgot about the Band-Aids. I raise my hand. Well, if you must know, some of them are from when I burned myself while making a grilled cheese sandwich earlier. Okay, so you broke into this man's house? I scrunch up my nose. I feel like it's more of a gray area than a clear break-in, but sure. I shrug and shove a pair of binoculars at him. Do me a favor, though, and take a good look. Johnny raises the binoculars to his face and scans the villain's apartment. A moment later, he gasps in excitement, and I do as well. Did you see it? He looks down at me, the binoculars still in his hands. He has a whole huge closet full of <gasps> toilet paper. Dun, dun, dun. My smile fades. Hoarding valuable supplies might make him a terrible member of his community, but I'm not sure it qualifies him as a supervillain. I roll my eyes. That's not what you're looking for, dum-dum. Look again to the left of the closet. Johnny scans again with the binoculars. I bump him, pushing the view left. Left, I said. After a long pause, I can tell he's found it. 
So I start babbling. He's got one of those creepy supervillain bulletin boards full of his plans. Look, there's news articles, schematics, and notes all over. He's even got little red strings connecting things. Johnny lowers the binoculars again, slowly this time. He looks over at me, expressionless and gesturing to the wall beside us. You mean one of those crazy bulletin boards like this one of yours? I follow his gaze to my bulletin board and roll my eyes again. Uh, that is clearly a crazy superhero bulletin board, not a supervillain. The differences are subtle, but important. His phone pings violently a few times, and I try hard to talk over it. For example, my board has a bunch of low-level thugs that I'm trying to tie to a bigger fish, whereas his board has the schematics of a local hospital and and an insane number of articles on the pandemic, and... Uh Uh-huh. He says unconvincingly while handing me back the binoculars. Tell me this, Kate. If it's really an evil bulletin board, why would he have it out in plain view? And with his shades wide open... I sit back in the chair. Well, you see, the bulletin board wasn't visible. I saw just a peek of it last night when he was home looking at it, but then he covered it up with the drape when he left. I gesture vaguely at the window and Fuse squints his eyes in that direction again. And this afternoon, after breaking the window pane with my first ice arrow, I used this second ice arrow to cut the cord to the drape. See how it's fallen to the ground? Johnny squints at the apartment again, still not convinced. So you broke this man's window and then wrecked some of his property because you saw the faintest hint of our supervillain plan and- It doesn't matter why I did it. I was right. Johnny glances down at his phone, a finger raised that I should wait a moment. I huff out an impatient breath. When he's done- He looks at me. It is a look full of kindness and compassion, but I can tell he doesn't believe me. Maybe he's just a doctor, Kate. I frown deeply. What doctor has a villain board, let alone the schematics of his hospital? Johnny smiles at me as his phone keeps pinging. We can talk more about this later, but don't do anything, okay? He kisses me on the forehead and walks away. Wait, you're leaving? I roll after him, slightly desperate. Johnny turns back to me. Kate, I know you're going stir-crazy in here, but you need to channel yourself in another direction. You already wrecked this guy's window. Don't push it. It's too easy for your imagination to run wild with this but you gotta rein it in before you do something you can't take back. Johnny glances at his phone again. I have to go deal with this horrible thing in Malibu, but I'll be back soon, I promise. I sigh, defeated, and jealous that he gets to leave and deal with something horrible. I wish I could go deal with something horrible. After the door closes, I turn back to the apartment across the street, staring at his crazy villain board through my binoculars. Guess I'll just have to deal with something horrible from here. Four hours and six Pop-Tarts later, I am struggling to stay awake at my post by the window when my phone 
pings, jolting me back to full consciousness. A text from Johnny sent 45 minutes ago. Maybe you're right. It is weird that a doctor would have schematics of his hospital. I'll swing by his place on my way home and feel him out a bit. Heart emoji. Ah! I scream and reach clumsily for the binoculars, which promptly fall off my lap with my phone. As I reach for them, the light clicks on across the street. My villain is home. I click off my only light and stare. Johnny might need binoculars, but my eyesight is as good as it gets. I'm a futzing Hawkeye after all. But my eyes are best when I'm holding a bow. So I raise it and knock an arrow for good measure. Tracking my villain across his apartment feels so right. And also a little bit wrong. What if I am wrong? My villain looks with a wrinkled brow at his bulletin board, now naked and exposed in his apartment. He moves to the fallen drape and picks it up, confused. He crouches down and touches his carpet, probably still a bit wet from my second melted ice arrow. The crease in his brow deepens and his eyes narrow. He finally clocks the broken window pane. He comes to the window and examines it. And then... He just looks out the window directly at my apartment, but it's dark here and I don't move. It's not my first day. He squints his eyes and it feels like he's looking right through me. I don't even breathe. He eventually turns his head and I exhale lightly, but I can't help but gasp when I see him open his front door to reveal Johnny. Handsome and kind, just trying to do the right thing. A smile in his eyes since his mask covers the one surely on his mouth. Due to the mask, I can't read Johnny's lips, a skill the other Hawkeye Clint Barton has taught me. But I imagine it's something adorable and heroic, as is Johnny's way. The villain gestures him inside, and it's all I can do not to scream. Johnny, being the polite and very strong guy that he is, goes inside unafraid and trusting. Before he can even get all the way inside, the villain slams a comically huge vase over his head. Johnny is down. I curse his kindness. He could have walked in there, made a futzing vibranium, but he probably didn't want to scare the guy. So he went in made of stupid, highly vulnerable bones and blood. Well, my villain has picked the wrong guy to hit from behind with a heavy object. As the villain rifles around in a cabinet, probably looking for something evil, I don't even hesitate to fire my already knocked arrow. It slams into the fabric of his dress shirt and pins his shirt to the cabinet with a satisfying thwack. He yells, and I can hear it from here thanks to the broken window. He spins wildly, trying to see who's attacking him while still trying to wrench himself free of the cabinet. As I knock another arrow, he manages to spin out of his shirt. Now free, he moves as fast as he can to get away from the windows. I fire my second arrow. It's not for him. This arrow crashes violently through not just glass, but some of the wood that holds the panes together. It's a catastrophic structure failure that leaves a gaping wide hole into his apartment. My villain looks up from under the arms he was using to protect himself, which is when I release my third arrow. 
it sails into his apartment almost happily. And when it hits some of his cabinetry with a sharp ping, it explodes into a hail of lights temporarily blinding him. My villain scrambles to his feet and I fire the fourth arrow. It hits him right in the chest as intended. Safety foam has a harmless tip that then explodes into a sticky, well, safety foam that without help, he'll still be struggling to get out of in three days. I watch for long seconds as my villain struggles and cusses and Johnny remains passed out on his floor. But Johnny is bleeding pretty badly. I pull another arrow and fire it across the street into the wall of the building. I anchor the other end in my apartment. I grab my phone, resecure my mask, and with a considerable amount of effort, heft myself, broken leg and all, out of my apartment window onto the secured cabling line. Fortunately, the villain's apartment is slightly lower than mine, so with some painful but efficient scooching, I am able to use my bow and slide down the line straight into my villain's apartment. I bump up against his building with an impressive but painful thud and sort of half-toss myself off the line into the apartment. I clear most of the glass. Ouch. I crawl across the floor as my villain cusses at me and squirms. Oh, just shut up, I finally say as I inch past him in his slightly crunchy, slightly sticky safety foam prison. I get to Johnny and yank a towel off the counter and press it to his bleeding head. He groans, I think, appreciatively. I lay down next to Johnny, exhausted but pleased. I keep the towel pressed to his head and pull out my mobile phone and dial my very good friend that doesn't think I'm annoying at all, Detective Rivera. The world is an extreme crisis. Make it fast. I need you to come here and bring an ambulance. I airdropped you my location. There's a long pause. This is across the street from your apartment. What have you done? Saved the day. As per usual, I'm making a citizen's arrest or an off-duty superhero arrest, whatever. You can decide what the paperwork situation is. Anyway, I am arresting this villain across the street from me that not only hit Johnny with a very heavy vase, but also has detailed plans in his apartment about blowing up the hospital. Apparently, as a way of, I roll my eyes, stopping the virus. Is that right, sir? My villain bangs his head lightly on the floor. He hates me. Rivera sighs deeply on the other end. (sighs) Ambulance is on its way, Bishop. Walk me through the whole thing. Well, you see, Rivera, it all began with this idea I had about ice arrows. All right, once again, that was Marvel Tales. The more things change, the more they stay the same. A Kate Bishop story by Kelly Thompson. I would suggest if you enjoyed this, and I'm sure you did, go to Marvel Unlimited. Check out West Coast Avengers, the entire 10-issue run by uh, Kelly Thompson. That's on Marvel Unlimited. Kelly also wrote some Hawkeye comics starring Kate Bishop. Those are on Marvel Unlimited. Just terrific. 
Hot dang. Another series you can read on Marvel Unlimited ties into next week's episode and our um, question of the week. Uh, it is a little story called Brute Force because next week we are going to be chatting with Mr. Paul Shear, director of the Marvel 616 episode all about Brute Force. Um, and because we love Brute Force, we wanted to know for our question of the week this week, what is your favorite D-list Marvel character? This is your time to get out your Paste Pot Pete's. Oh, man. You know, like I look at Paste Pot Pete and a stilt man. They Lady feel- stilt man. Lady Don't forget stilt Lady no. stilt man. Of course. of course. They are, to me, they're like, you know, someone would say D, but like they're so well known by people that like they transcend. So it depends on how you, how you view it. Uh, I would have said, if you had asked me this question, you know, two months ago, I might've said peepers, one of the, the mutants in the Marvel universe, but peepers is starring in, uh, in the brand new sword comic book series <laughs> that, that elevates him to at least like C minus status. Right. I'm going to stick with asbestos lady. Um, knew you were was- gonna. No, here's the thing. So I re- had like this big realization uh, the other day. I was sitting there and I was like, oh man, I did like at the end of every episode, I usually write a special thanks that is dumb and for <laughs> our amusement, right? Um, and I thought, I don't know if anybody hears those because they're after the credits. This is a Marvel podcast. So of course there's an after credit scene. Yeah, of course. But like, you know, a couple episodes ago, I talked about asbestos lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because why? (laughs) Um, Yeah, we have such a great litany of really weird, obscure characters. And one of the fun things is every character is somebody's favorite. I think there's going to be someone out there who legitimately is like, no, I want an Asbestos Lady series right now. She's my favorite. She's only appeared like three times. Give me more of her. Yep. Coming in 2020. Twenty. Twenty twenty twenty. Uh so with that in mind, what is your favorite D list character? You can tweet your answers using hashtag this week in Marvel. Email them to twimpodcast at Marvel.com. Send a message to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash this week in Marvel. And of course, please be sure to include okay to read on the show in your email, in your message, in your tweet, or in a tweet thread. Uh, Otherwise, someone, me or someone else, will uh, be rolling up into your DMs and being like, hey, can we read your tweet on the show, please? Thank you, and goodbye. So speaking of that, let's go talk to our community over here. So last week's question was, what are you looking forward to from Marvel in 2021? Because uh, as you know, we just talked about a whole bunch of stuff that's going on this year. First up, we've got this one from Ooh Things at Curiosity Rocks on Twitter, which says Marvel Studios What If series has stunning animation. It gave me tummy butterflies at the beauty of it. I'm so excited for all the new shows and what ideas it gives me for creating fan art. Very Ooh, cool. Yeah. I love that. Heck yeah. Next up, we've got this one, which says most definitely Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as well as Marvel Studios Black Widow, because We've waited so long and you've been so good and so patient. You deserve to have all of the shows. That's why um, I'm sure Marvel Studios gave us 8 million shows for this year. I cannot wait. They knew you wanted them and they are delivering. Next up, we've got one from Ravage AS at Ravage AS, which says, I'm most excited about Marvel Studios Loki because we finally get to know what kind of trouble he's going to get himself into this time. Oh, he's such a trouble boy. Oh, so much trouble. 
All right, let me read one here from Robert Manning at Rusty2067, which says, Looking forward to all the new Disney Plus series and movies, but mostly Marvel Studios' WandaVision because it's the first new thing from the MCU in over a year we get to see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy, Ryan, that was, uh, as you would say, a big end. That was a whole lot of 2021, but goodness knows there's going to be so much more. Who who even knows what's going to happen like later on in the year and what they're going to announce for the future next year? No one's going to be able to handle it. That's everybody's head exploding. All the heads uh, exploding and then coming back safely and wonderfully. And everybody have a wonderful start to this year and i just want to say thank you lorraine for being my friend and being on the show with me it makes me really happy oh ryan thank you so much um thank you for being my friend and thank you for uh letting me be part of this week in marvel with you every week it is truly one of the joys of getting to do this job and like just having my life yeah all right enough of that sappy crap let's get out of here this episode <laughs> of this week in marvel is produced by alexis williams zachary goldberg lorraine singh and ryan panagos our audio development manager is brad barton jill deboff is our director of audio i'm gonna make it sincere special thanks to everyone who has made this show possible this year uh of course shout out to zachary goldberg and our new producer alexis williams and everything that Persia verlin has done for us uh over the past year and uh, thanks to all of you guys for hanging out with us all ding dang year long. I'm Ryan. I'm Lorraine. And this is Marvel. Your universe. <laughs>